0: Hello, Marys. Uh, This week, we are expanding on and continuing a conversation that came up multiple times during season 14, and that is uh, a celebration, a love song to, if you will, ballads as lip syncs. It's just very interesting
1: how, whether you go to a club or you're watching Drag Race, how often ballads are just not used. And I understand at a club, right? People are drunk. The it It's high energy. But we have some examples today. We have three in particular of ballads that I think work. And, and you can make a ballad work. All you have to do is grab the audience. You have to just bring them into that world. And they're going to be there. They're going to hoot and holler. They're going to tip. And it's going to be great and it it just it's all about picking the right ballad but then also finding those little micro movements and emotions to to really embody
0: what i i like about the three that we're talking about today which are drag race adjacent at best but are not drag race performances um i think it it kind of is three different examples of what you can do with a ballad beyond just like a park and bark but also Mm. the power of a park and bark you know like i oh i'm I'm with angie i'm at at my heart at my core i like a park and bark Uh, you know if you
1: can if you can do a, a lip sync where you just stand there and it's just your face and like maybe some arms mary like that's power
0: Yeah, I mean, take a drink. Every time Latrice Royale's Natural Woman lip sync has been mentioned on this podcast, but, like, it is on Drag Race. Like, I think, other than, like, Kennedy Davenport's Greenlight, I think those two are, like, the shining examples of, like, what you could do with a ballad on Drag Race. But "Taste
1: for memory, I just want to throw in there. Oh,
0: yes, absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. So... But the three examples we have, it's kind of like there is some of what you expect and some of what you can get from just, like, standing there and just, like, living a song. But then it's like, oh, you can have choreography in a ballad, and it can be more than just, like, fluttery fingers, and, and mm-hmm. it can kind of have the same impact as, like, uh you know, uh, a shablammy kind of moment. And then I think the the last one is really... uh oh kind of like everything this is like the wringing the rag out of ballads <laughs> she she just embodies
1: professionalism she embodies top of your game she embodies just what it means to come prepared you know to really just do a performance and this was in the middle of like a high energy club that she pulled this off
0: it's it truly is One of the the finest drag performances I've ever seen in my limited scope. So I'll give her that. But we'll get there. So let's let's jump into it, shall we? Let's do it. We're going to talk about,
1: first, Gerondo, which is the lip sync song from the movie Mulholland Drive. And it is... The scene is basically the two main characters go to what is it, Club Silencio, and they're sitting in the audience. And this this performance starts, and the uh, kind of the MC comes out. And he's like, "Everything that you see on the stage is an illusion. Everything is fake. Nothing is real. Nothing is real." Uh, and you know, there's some performances that happen, and then finally, this woman comes out and she sings. She's an opera singer and she sings girando, which means crying. And and then it just it just it transforms it it transports you to another
2: world. (laughs)
0: And I I love this song. So it's a, a Spanish cover of a Roy Orbison song, uh, which I think also Katie Lang has done a great cover
1: of. Oh, yes. yeah,
0: Yeah. So it's a great song. And then it's like what happens when you like yeah give it this like operatic you know kind of uh tinge to it but what i what i love about this and now listen i've never seen mulholland drive i've only seen like the first few minutes i saw the crazy lady pop out from behind the 7-eleven scary yeah and then i've seen the scene so it's a huge omission in my catalog and i think i just need to like sit down and commit to it because it was like weird
1: it's who is it, David Lynch? I, yeah. You know, this scene, you don't need to have seen the movie, really. No, you don't. No. You don't. I mean, there is a layer that makes this scene more interesting, and I don't want to say what that is, because it's a major spoiler, but uh, it it's just one layer. This scene is one of those, you could just pick it out, and it could just stand on its own. I think that's the whole point, even, of the scene is that no we're just celebrating illusion right now we're just celebrating film and illusion and whatever happens on this stage
0: and also what happens in the audience that's actually what i love the most about this scene is that uh this woman is lip-syncing the song and you know it's beautiful and there's you know lots of great close-ups and like what you want from a ballad is i want to see every little like way your mm-hmm. eyelid twitches you know but then to cut back to the two ladies in the audience like crying into each other's arms while they're watching this and i i think that was what i loved about this the most was like this moment was yeah an appreciation of of illusion and and this performance in this song but it was also like the impact that this kind of performance can have like we don't really get to see the audience reacting you know um, it reminds me of Nicole Kidman in birth in that scene at the opera.
1: I didn't see that movie.
0: Well, that's a clip you can see without seeing the whole movie. It's on YouTube, but l- listeners know what I'm talking about. There's a long, like minute and a half, you know, continuous take of Nicole Kidman in an opera. And it's like slowly zooming in on her and she, and, she's processing this whole thing that has just happened to her before this scene. And it's just this like little face journey that's set to the opera and is just fixed on mm. her. And it's so cool.
1: What I love about kind of relating to your audience reaction, I mean, in the videos that we're going to talk about after this, the audience is definitely a part of the performance, which is another big thing. But, uh, and, and where this clip kind of starts is we they know it's an illusion they know they were told it's an illusion and yet they are sucked in and I think that is the power of a lip sync is forgetting is cheering when the the lip syncer sings quote-unquote a high note it's like Girl, they're not singing, and yet you're cheering anyway. We forget. We see it as real. We feel something, even though what's going on on stage is fake. I just, I think that is that is the power of a lip sync.
0: Well, I think that also calls out like the the things people cheer for in a lip sync, you know, Mm. and and sometimes it's. (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, "Oh, come on! We can't cheer at everything." She just took her belt off. But, yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> you know, like
0: I remember seeing one. I was watching one lip sync, and I don't know. It was someone who did a reveal like Trinity Taylor would do, where she had a little skirt on and then like spins out of it, and the mm. crowd gave a big old hoot. And I was like, "No, no, come on! We can't. It's not it can't be everything." And, yeah, but I, they were feeling it, like, and I oh, think yeah, that's the audience.
1: Like, rea- oh, go yeah. Ahead.
0: No, I'm not. What I'm saying is, but. In that moment, it's that's what it's kind of highlighting is what are what are we cheering for? Are we cheering for the fact that she revealed something really like smoothly? Are we cheering for what we're seeing underneath? Are we cheering for the way that the reveal synced up with the music? Mm-hmm. And so I think with bat, I mean with like high performance numbers, there's kind of the obvious cheer points, you know, the shablams, the jumping from the box, all that stuff that like you just get that like dopamine hit from. But I think these, like, smaller moments where you're like, why is everybody clapping? It It's not so obvious. And with ballads, it's the, mo- it, like, it's the perfect example of, like, what are we cheering for? Because they didn't do this huge thing, but they did something so well that we're cheering. So, like, that's uh, – I get it. People feel something, but it's, like, it's more obvious when somebody leaps off a four-foot box, you know?
1: Oh, completely. And why I think ballads are also not – performed as much. And granted, obviously, the obvious aside being that it's a high-energy club and people are drunk and whatever, and lighting. I think power ballads and ballads are harder because you're lip-syncing more than just the words. You're lip-syncing the breaths, the vowels, as if you are singing. You're using face muscles in the same way as if you are singing. Vibrato in your lips. There's stuff that has to go on in your eyes. I just think that there's so much more. You, for what you make up for with movement in an up-tempo, you lose in a ballad. So you have to focus on the smaller movements.
0: And so my question to a drag queen, and I'm sure everybody's different, but like it's one thing to see like a choreographed number, to see Shangela do a number. And we know that the training for that number was doing actual rehearsals of choreography and, you know, having her body kind of able to do the shit she's asking it to do other than that time she broke her, her leg on stage, you know, these things happen. But we kind of, when we see that kind of high energy performance, when we see that kind of choreography, you know, you can imagine what the preparation is for that, you know? But I think with a ballad where it's like, it's all about, oh, I ha- like catching those breaths or, mm. you know, in an example we'll talk about later in this episode, like, lip syncing a laugh and getting all of the nuances of that with that. I mean, other than just like its own version of rehearsal and just kind of like memorization, I wonder what other kind of training you have to do basically to make all of those little natural micro moments still appear natural. Cause like there are things we don't perform. We don't perform breathing. You know what I mean? And so like, how do you make that read as natural um, in a performance. What's the training to get the breaths, I guess is the question.
1: It, it might just be X factor because I think with you know the example later, if you know the song Cold, I feel like there's something that happens. There's like an evoking of the spirit. There's a seance that happens where you just become this person. You're doing more than just an impression it's like an homage and it's they're coming through you which i think is when it creates uh an um, uh, like uh, an emotional experience in the audience when you can do that and you know we'll just say her name when kennedy can do those silent laughs it you're you're just brought into that world you think that it's her you think it's gladys knight there you know
0: and that's like the the follow up question is like, are some queens make approach it one way, some the other. But like, basically, are you the architect or are you the conduit? You know what I mean? Like, mm. are you are you mapping out the beats and making sure that you hit them, and you're conscious of your, you know, uh, you're conscious of the beats and making sure you like, you're like very present. You know what I mean? Or is it just like? Come through me, spirits, come through me, Gladys, and then just something magical happens, you know? And Yeah, could be a mix of both. Yeah, it yeah. could be depending on the night. I bet there's some nights where it's like, I am completely pushing the turtle here till we get yeah. to the final beat. And then there's some nights where it's like, I don't know, I blacked out. Ten minutes later I was rolling in dollar bills, <laughs> you know? To think
1: of Dita Ritz at The Scorpio Charlotte, I feel like that's an example of a performance where she was the architect. She found the moments in that spoken word to bring out and add movement to, to make it even more comedic.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I, I agree. I think that that performance, when she shut it down at the Scorpio in Charlotte, very important, uh, which if you do want to hear us discuss beat by beat, that is an Only Mary's episode on Patreon.
1: Do you want to talk about Gerondo? Is, uh, like, is there anything specific uh, that you want to talk about?
0: I mean, for me, it's just a, it's a nice kind of like amuse bouche here of like your classic ballad lip sync in the movie itself. The reveal of it of her, like, especially just watching the clip, if you don't know that the context has been set that everything's an illusion, that there's a reveal in this lip sync, yes. and that's yes. really cool. Is like something you also don't expect from a ballad, uh, or you only expect a certain type of reveal, but this was her like fainting mid-performance and the singing continuing. And it was, and it, and it didn't like stop the show. Everybody kept watching as if that was part of the performance, you know?
1: You, I mean, I don't know. When I first saw this movie, I was probably a little under the influence, but when I first saw this movie, yeah, you just kind of forget, that she's not actually singing. I mean, it's acapella. It's very exposed. She gets every breath. It's an expert lip sync. And you think she's actually singing it. And then that happens. The other thing that I think is really important about this lip sync is that it is just her face. They yes. don't show her body until she faints. And when when it's just the face, everything is exposed. And it has to be perfect. Uh, it reminded me of that final challenge on Drag Race season twelve finale. Uh, that it it you just have to focus on the very small moments, and this performer in particular, I just think is an expert. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah. This was this was very cool. And and eventually I'll watch the whole movie and and get the full context. But you know. After that, one of the ladies pulls a Hellraiser cube out of her purse, and I was like, "Well, this is where the movie's lost me again." But these <laughs> few minutes were really interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, again, I don't think you need to see the whole movie to. Uh, you're gonna get the same. Uh, you're gonna get the same impact, whether you saw the whole movie or not. In my opinion,
0: but the movie's worth seeing. Like if I, I want to see it so. anyway, yeah.
1: I haven't seen it in a very long time, but it's it's very David Lynch. I mean, it's just a mind <laughs>
2: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
0: well brother um well do you want to carry on over to I our do. Second, I do. Uh, yes. second performance of the evening
1: absolutely Eight. let's go on to our second ballad who uh, it is performed by none other than the wonderful amazing
3: Tasha, Tasha Colby, Tasha Colby. Yeah.
0: vamping to find that button were you <laughs> 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 I've been there <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, and you know what's so great about this video is that Sasha Valore says Sasha Colby's name, and Mm -hmm. people in the audience are just like, oh, I love you, Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby. (gasps) Is it Sasha Colby? It's Sasha Colby. Oh, God. Oh, I love it already.
0: (laughs) I almost took a clip of that, and I was like, no, I have suffered enough. So this was a nightgowns performance from, uh, oh, boy. Oh, my God. Mary. This is crazy. We are talking about this performance on its birthday, practically. Uh, <gasps> this is from May 9th of 2018. Oh, wow. Okay. So, how do you like that? We are celebrating this performance um, at the at the Ace Hotel in Los Angeles, and it is Sasha Colby performing the song, My Mind, by... Uh,
3: Yabba.
0: Yabba! Sure. Y-E-B-B-A. I bet the kids yeah. know. So, I, Cuba, have just, yeah, I have to just—I have to just know. say, um, you know, the comments on this video on YouTube, which I think it's important to note, has uh, almost forty-eight thousand views. So go give it some love. I feel like after we talked about Dita Ritz shutting it down at the Scorpio in Charlotte, there was a comment on YouTube that said, "Like, who else is here from All Right, Mary?" And like the I likes came in, and that just made me so happy. <laughs> um, but there is a comment at the top that is. You know, that sort of unabashed fan, fanning out, standing of a queen uh, where someone says, y'all don't understand. She lives and breathes to entertain. The stage is her playground. In Hawaii, she is a legend. And I'm like, I don't disagree with you, but calm down. It's YouTube. It's the comment section, Mary. But anyway, it is, of course, Sasha Colby. Yes.
1: Oh, Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby is an amazing performer, and I feel like this is a great entry point into understanding Sasha Colby as a performer because it's not it's not like choreo heavy. It's much smaller movements. It's actually showing the power that she has in captivating an audience, showing the power that she has. In a lip sync, in embodying a character. And again, just as we were discussing with the Gerando clip, this is all about these small little movements, these little moments that the architect, Sasha Colby, has found in this song and has
0: created yeah. a story through those moments. So that's a, I, because I think that there are. I think there are moments where she's the architect and then there's a moment where we're going to talk about where she is the conduit. Oh, uh, I re- So I think that this is a great example of both because the, so obviously the, the link will be in the description for all of these. Uh, the last one that we're going to talk about Kennedy's obviously we've varied the lead is on Instagram and then Sasha's is on and uh, the Mulholland drive Toronto. one or both yeah. on YouTube. So, um, but I, you know there's one thing to park and bark there's one thing to like sit and spit you know what i mean Mm. and the idea of starting a lip sync sitting in a chair is you know it's a bold choice but and so she's sitting there in basically you know like a nighty situation and like the hair is already acting and there's something kind of like basic instinct about this chair, you know correct. what i mean? Right? Correct.
1: Right? Correct. Colin came correct today. <laughs> you have the exact imagery. Yes. Yeah. There is there's is a there is sex being delivered already even though the song is tearful, but there is a there's a sexual charged energy to Sasha's interpretation.
0: Yeah, it's just like it, i i see it all as being like, it's the illusion, because, like, what she could be wearing could be, like, you know, uh, cheap duds from H&M, but it looks, you mm. know, Victoria's Secret to me. And that chair could just be some cafeteria chair, but I feel like she's Sharon Stone, you know, in a in a sleek 1992 office, you know? What are you
1: going to do? Charge me for smoke? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever the line is. Um... <laughs>
1: uh, so, yeah, it starts out, it's all in her face. Uh, as she's starting the lip sync, you know she's waiting for, or her boyfriend comes home, or whoever comes home and uh, lays down next to her. But then she starts touching the back of her head and her neck, and I was like, "Okay, this is this is fodder for Colin."
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I think this highlights like some of the best stuff you. I think you can do with a ballad, or I, you know, some of the stuff I love seeing in a ballad is playing with your hair, touching your neck like Donna Murphy in center stage, Mm. you know, I think touching your eyebrow, like there's so much, I think, I don't know, there's something about, I I don't know, I heard this this quote somewhere, maybe someone just made it up and, and attributed it to Betty Davis, but something about like the power of always acting with a prop or to always have a prop to act with. Yeah, sure. Because it's like, you've just got this thing to just create with and do more with. And in this case, her hair is a prop.
1: Yes, her hair, her hair is the prop. But it's also, uh, yeah, it it also is a metaphor, I think. I don't know. I'm waxing poetics today about Sasha Colby's performance because who knows if she meant any of this. But this is what I'm getting. I feel like even the touching of the, the, the head, her neck, and then she, her hands start to shake, I feel like it is representative of that feeling of doubt, that feeling of insecurity that then just ravages through your body. Uh, and as we see in the slip sync, the movements become much more aggressive, much more violent, much more sexy, much more just bigger. And, uh, and, and I, I feel like with the hair, the hair movement is kind of representative of flailing your emotions at somebody
0: well this is definitely i mean i'm no expert in in interpretive dance but the the three things i know about it this feels very much like i almost forgot that it was a drag performance and it felt more like mm. a like an interpretive dance moment and because she's doing you know that, oh she has those moves yeah those moves yeah. It, it, it's it's like the it's the dance version of slam poetry you know
1: yes and but i don't I often find some of that stuff cringy, right? Yes, me too. The dance version of that stuff. But she managed to really not overdo it. It was like when when those elements were added in, I feel like it was delicately done.
0: And I guess at that point, because, you know, she doesn't, you know, she eventually, you know, Drops on the floor. You know, It it it's the biggest choreography moment of her, like, in a split on the floor. And uh-huh. that doesn't happen until three and a half minutes in. And so at that point, <laughs> she's, she's won us over. She's brought mm-hmm. us in where it's like, hey, girl, if you got to dance it out, dance the shit out of it, you
1: know? For sure. Well, I mean before all of that, she takes off the sleeve. You know, if you remember that little moment, which started to get the audience kind of involved, the hairography got the audience involved. She's taking and then,
2: the sleeve off. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> and then she does this, I work so hard to keep you satisfied. She grabs her boobs and then she does the split and that, you know, the audience just goes crazy. It's then, I, I mean, this is when I really appreciated the modern dance because I don't think that, just your average drag queen could do this, because then she is crying on the floor. She is dragging herself, and lip syncing, and she, it. There is so much tension that that she brings back to, and then it's released again by bending over backwards. And then you know she does that air crawl, and then the glute bridge, and she, she has a dancer's sentiment where she can find the tension. And then she releases it with her body, and I feel like it's just so satisfying, and it's or architect, uh, sorry, it's constructed so impeccably,
0: and. You know, if you're looking for a quick morning workout, let me tell you that little that little routine she did right there. Toss your sun salutations in the garbage, mama, because this is a way to start your day. Was all of that what she just did? It was like on the floor, flip to one side, roll to the other, claw at the air, fall down. It it was it was nuts.
1: Veins in her neck popping on certain words. That I don't even know how you do with your lip syncing.
0: And that's what it goes back to—that like that training thing. Like, are you? How do you know how to do that? Or is that at that point when when the Yaba has taken over? You know,
1: (laughs) Yaba. Is it Yaba or Yeba?
0: Oh, is it Yeba? I don't know. Kids, let me know. It's it's. They say it's Yeba in the comp in the in the description. Okay, but Uh, we go way back. I've been calling her Yaba for years, and we just now it's stuck. You know, so. Where I have pulled a clip that we can kind of do a bit of a watch along is a moment that without even talking about it, we kind of both agreed like, oh, yeah, like this is the moment. Uh, Are you ready to go there? Mary, let's do it. Okay. So at this point, she has dragged herself all over the floor and there's kind of a like, there's a lighting transition there. she's, She's brought herself up to kind of like, I don't know, upstage left, you know what I mean? Like just to kind of position you where she is on the stage and the spotlight's on her. And so it has that kind of like, it's like the ballad within the ballad. And uh, yeah, the the ghost has taken over. So let me put this on our screens. Let me just adjust that volume a little. So like all of that feels like almost like a whole not a new performance but like a new chapter in the performance like she's mm-hmm. like there's a lot of like gasping the words out.
1: Yeah, it's as if the fight just happened. You mm-hmm. know, and this is like the they they took a little break or maybe they went into separate rooms and now they're back or yeah, they're now it's the crying part. The anger is over and now it's crying. And the way that she gasp, lip syncs, the way that she is gasping for breath, and yet she is just lip syncing, is so brilliant. There, there is this energy in her face that is it. So, Sasha Colby is no longer there.
0: Well, you know what's weird? It's like maybe it's just in this lighter in general, but like if I did not know, know this was Yabba slash Le, uh, Yabba, I would think that this was Adele. And she kind of looks like Adele in this mm. moment. So there's that too of like Adele. So it's, yeah. Where is Sasha Colby? I, I love
1: that her chest is heaving her shoulders are go up, going up and down, uh, that she has created uh, uh, breaths in between these lyrics. Like that is also her it is, it is just expertly done. And and again, the hand over the mouth, Mary.
0: She got that from Deja. Well, no, I know Deja uh, did that after her. But, you know, we did talk about that in season 14. It's like, I think it was both uh, Deja Sky in season 14. And I think, who was the other one? Was it on Drag Race Espana where someone covered their mouth?
1: Yeah, yes, yes, uh, Estrella.
0: Oh, yes. And so it's just like, there's something about when you cover your mouth and then you reveal the lips that just and that's a reveal <clears throat> it's a reveal uh anyway let's uh, let's watch a little more sasha
2: i just
0: have to pause there because this is like the viola davis portion of the lip sync yes you know <laughs> this is this is viola davis in the backyard and fences you know she's just
1: yeah using the hand the flat palm uh you know that's perpendicular to the floor just that mm, mm, mm. yeah when uh, you when you, uh, you
0: when you when you gesture at someone like an angry goose yeah yes yeah Um, And and it's always good to grip your skirts whenever possible. Like, grab the hem of something, you know?
1: That hunch over. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God. I love that move when she's just hunched over. Her hands are on her knees. And I'm just like, oh, you better work,
0: Sasha Colby. I mean, some might say she's serving broken doll. (laughs) Tyra, I'm learning. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, well, she tried. Um, Anyway. Oh god. That hair is getting such oh. a workout. It is it it's just using your assets.
1: It's she has the hair. You know what? Here's what I think of. I once dated this brilliant cellist in college. Brilliant cellist. Amazing. The best in the school. And I went to go Dor-gy-thor. see him. Perf- <laughs> Thor G Thor um no a cellist Mary uh she's she's more violent even though she does play the cello so I dated him in college I went to see him compete for this concerto competition and he was fantastic and then the next person that he was up against was another cellist who performed another piece and she was great she was amazing and afterwards, uh, I I was talking to him and I was like, oh my God, you did so great. Uh, do you think you're going to win? Yada, yada, yada. He's like, you know, my teacher said that I played wonderfully, but the, the girl that went after me, she had very long hair. And when you're playing the cello, your hair becomes a part of the performance. You can emote with your hair. And I that's kind of what i think about with Sasha Colby in this performance is that the hair, hair becomes just another appendage that you are emoting with it is brilliant it is so cool how she uses it
0: and the chair let's also let's also oh. note that like when you're using everything you've got, don't forget about the basic instinct chair. And so (laughs) basically, so for anyone, and like all of this to be said, like you should absolutely watch this video either before or after we talk about it, probably before so you know what we're talking about, but um, maybe you're in the shower. So, uh, but it's good to know at this moment that she has brought herself back to the chair. She's got her, her hands planted on the armrest and she's just, you know, uh she's mosh pitting her hair and Mm. it's so i think she's washing
1: it she's dusting it yeah
0: (laughs) she's dry shampooing it but i think it's important like in comparison to the beginning of the lip sync when it's a lot of just like you know donna murphy and center stage and a lot of just kind of uh more i don't know uh language gestures now she's just like oh here's what i could also do with my hair
1: yes yeah she's she's grabbing her skirt pulling it up she's showing off the leg she is now really wringing out the physical rag you know what I mean yeah the, the... next part is like I think where it just like it takes another turn there's like an, there's an act four you know what I mean
0: yeah there's legography oh that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, let's stop on that before she even gets the leg. Now she's now she's do like, it's like the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and she's, like, uh, uh, appealing to the audience at this point.
1: She's breaking the fourth wall, which I think is also another technique to make a ballad work, is especially with the song and the lyrics. Like, anybody know what I'm talking about? It's like, yes, then you bring them in even further. She's, she points, points, points. Fingers of Drag Race, no longer Drag Race. Um, and I, I think it's a brilliant move. It's, it gets the crowd kind of involved and excited. And then what happens next? Ah.
3: From me, yeah.
0: Stamping. Oh. Stamping. How, how often do we get to see a queen stamp? Stamping of Drag Race. Stamping of Drag St- when you are stomping on
1: the ground, no way, no way, no way, oh my God, to stamp or stomp, if you will, during a lip sync, during a power ballad lip sync, like that is
0: power, Mary. So my, because it is semantics, when in my mind, a, a, stamp, a, uh, a foot down toward to the side feels stampy and to the front is stompy. That's okay. what, that's that's when All I right. so when I say it's stomping but she's stamping for me because it's like wah, to the side and then when you're mm. like bleh, stepping on a you know a can an empty can you're stomping on it. Um I got it. It's also worth mentioning cuz we're spending so much time on the stamping and the stomping uh that she's not wearing any shoes.
1: So right, she's not wearing any shoes. You don't shoes.
0: need heels.
1: <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't need heels. You wouldn't even Oh God, would would the lip sync be that much better with heels on? I don't know. Some would be like, well, you have to wear heels, right? But I don't know. There's this, she, she just got out of bed. You know, she's having a fight at 3.45 in the morning with her lover who's cheating on her. She's not going to be wearing fucking heels. In fact, the tantrum that she's having right now also embodies that she's tired and it is the middle of the night, you know, she's tired in general of his shit.
0: End of heels. So <laughs> I hope a, a future of her single and wearing Keds. Uh, I, I know that legography is coming. Oh, wait. Oh. I keep thinking, I keep forgetting there's so much because before that, she's on the floor now. But yeah. this, this, like, upside crucifixion down pose yeah. where she's <laughs> hanging her head off the edge of the stage, legs spread in front of the chair like she's at the gyno. It's – and, like, that thing, when you do that upside-down thing, it's, it's like that scene in The Exorcist. It always makes you look otherworldly. It's great. Yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know. It's so many little moments. But as she's back, then when she says, I'll be damned, she – reaches over like cantilevers her arm over herself to point at the audience (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool you didn't have to do that but you did Uh. (laughs) okay hold on Mm. Ah, there's those legs Okay, so she does some of the classic legography that we've seen on Drag Race that have often won girls' lip syncs. And mm. this one felt different and more organic. For a move that is such an architect move, that felt more like way more organic, for lack of a better term. Well,
1: I feel like how are you going to tell the story of somebody kicking and screaming their way into. This person's heart, right? like she is putting her entire body, and in this moment, yeah, it's all about kicking and it's it it it's it's that angry, it's that fed up. that's kind of how I see those legs kind of pulling themselves into this narrative here. Uh, she also had the the arms that uh, she does, the wrist move like she's being handcuffed. Uh, there's It's also still so sexual. It's almost as if maybe they're even having sex while she's going through this in her head, in her mind. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. No, I, now, I'm realizing that her legs are in the air, and I'm like, am I right that she wasn't wearing shoes? So I just have to go back and see. <laughs> she might have a shoe on, girl. I might be talking out of turn here. Hold on. she
1: got shoes on. Yeah, she has shoes
0: on. Mary, she has shoes on. Take back everything we said. If you want to take your shoes off, honey, you can. Take back what you said about Thor. Take back back what you said about Sasha. Yeah, she had shoes on. Man, there you go. There's the illusion that to me, all of this was barefoot.
1: Holy shit. I didn't didn't even question you, Mary. I was like, oh, yeah, she's barefoot. Yeah. Huh.
0: Well, that's all I have of the clip, but... uh, and then I, it kind of, I gotta say, go ahead. I was gonna say, and then you know the performance kind of eases down from there. So there's not much after that.
1: The one of my favorite parts is how she ends this performance and the posture of her, crossing her legs like she had in the beginning, and then pulling her whole body in, with her arms kind of crossed over and her hair over her face, is it, it's not by accident. It's not like she just like. Oh, I'll just end like this. She's telling a story very purposefully. At the end of this song, where does she go? She cowers inward. She stays in this kind of uh, protected space. And I feel like she resigns.
0: and uh, and that's Sash Colby at Nightgowns. <sighs> it's God. really, really great. It's really cool. Um, and for a queen that we you know have kind of been queening out about all through season fourteen, it's nice to like formally bring her to the podcast and give her a rose, a flower, you know, uh, a, a gold star or two. A basic instinct chair. Hey, a basic instinct chair with nice arms what? that you could mosh <laughs> off of.
1: Yeah, and we're gonna arrest her for lip syncing.
0: Yeah, you do <laughs> arrest me for being smoking. <laughs> so, it's disgusting um uh, well i think that brings us to you know to bella at a ball as they say mm, the, uh, finale, mm-hmm. the yes uh we uh are here to i uh, really truly celebrate the queen that is kennedy goddamn davenport and uh and a performance that i mean i have seen other queens I think I've seen Latrice perform this. I think this is a great drag number. I hmm. think Kennedy has sung it live in other performances, but this wow. one, uh, I believe I've seen that. And so this is her lip syncing to Gladys Knight, End of the End of the Road, right? End of the Road?
1: End of the Road medley. End of the Road medley. So I imagine, I wasn't there that night, uh, but I imagine that... This performance, this night of drag, had high energy. It had other drag queens performing, that there was uh it was just, you know, it was a it was a, a fabulous night in San Francisco. And I'm assuming in San Francisco, it's the Oasis, right? Mm-hmm. Is where this was. Yes. I and then Kennedy comes out, she she has a chair and she sits down. And it starts with this kind of slow opening spoken word moment and she's got a tissue, she's blotting her face. The energy has kind of been brought down and yet she has managed to keep everybody focused on her that and, and the way she does that is I think, by lip syncing so perfectly, so impeccably to this spoken word that the whole audience, including the the viewers on Instagram, really feel like she is that this is just like her bit you know what I mean?
3: All this stuff been warmed over and redone and it's alright I'm glad they're getting it I've been in this business for a long long time and even I didn't know where the music was going for a while and I was saying when are they gonna find that magic When when is the music gonna get back to Simple, and basic. Cause I, I, I want to go, go back to a time when the music touched your heart and your soul and, and your mind and your body. I, I want to I go back to a time when there were blue lights in the basement
0: Yeah, it's interesting how compared to Sasha, so it's another performance of somebody just starting in a chair, and whereas, like, Mm -hmm. Sasha, there's kind of a, like, it's as if you're, like, her therapist, you know, and she's, like, leaning forward Mm -hmm. and telling you the story. Whereas with Kennedy, it's, like, you know, old Kennedy Davenport's pulling up a chair and her ball gown and her big hair to, like, tell us a story. Because it all starts, you know, if you know this song, it's all about, like, uh, you know, remembering how the music used to be. It's all this kind of dedication to how the, how the music used to be when there was a blue light in the basement. And I don't know what that means, but it seems like a lot of other people do. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. She smiles. I don't, but I love that you do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that she... Well, it's the... Even the choice to do this ballad is a commentary on music now, on performances now, that I think is cool to bring into a drag space, right? Where they're doing Beyonce, where they're doing Dua Lipa, where they're doing Lady Gaga, like left and right. And to just kind of stop and pause and be like, yeah, but songs also used to be this and she says i want to go back to a time when and she does the like staccato piano chords with her hands mm-hmm. that's that is air instruments that i can get behind well
0: she's uh, yeah there there's a couple air air instruments in this but it's interesting how she does them because <laughs> when true. she does that little like i want to go back to a time and the music was and the air instrument is meant to indicate like oh yeah when it was like <sighs> it's a shorthand <laughs> no pun intended uh-huh. that like <laughs> i guess if you know about the blue light in the basement you know what she's doing right there you you know?
1: Mm. Mm. so good um i you know it, it goes on to video two and i think that's when like the literal seance begins of yeah, just I, embodying mm-hmm. gladys knight right i
0: think the first part because it's all spoken word or a lot of spoken word in the beginning it's it's like you know that's the invoking of the spirits because it's like i want to i want to reach out to to nat king cole and 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 <laughs> you know and like she's all these names and and, and say and you did it <laughs>
3: And and Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder And the four tops and the temptations
0: And I love because she talks about how like back in the day when when you'd go to a dance and you'd and you'd reach out and touch someone you wanted to dance with and that like makes you laugh and then later she says I wanna I want to reach out to, 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 to touch Teddy Pendergrass and it's all of the mm. T's and the and the staccato in there I want to I want to reach out and, and, and touch t- Teddy Pendergrass it's those little things that make a like a spoken word and like a ballad really cool it's like oh are you gonna hit all of those beats you know what yes. I mean in in, in the yes. in the guitar hero or the Dance dance revolution of this moment. Are you going to hit all the mm. right bu- beats, you know?
1: Mary, you are right on. It is the attention to detail that Kennedy goddamn Davenport s- separates herself from the rest. She has this down. Everything is impeccably placed from the breathless laughing. We haven't even talked about that. To, yeah, those little, and then the, and but And Teddy Mm -hmm. Pendergrass. Like, Mm -hmm. it is so well done. But that silent laugh, Mary, the breathing that she does, still with the tissue and blotting herself.
0: (laughs) Because she talks about how, like, you know, she had to, you know going off to the prom in my crinoline skirt and she kind of like plays with her dress when she does it you know even though i had to drive myself and like that's what makes gladys laugh and it's and it's the kind of like high wire active are you going to get the whole laugh are you going to go with uh-huh. it to the last breath because you know like you could cut it off if you're not paying attention to the beats and like not keep laughing you know
1: and the other thing is is that I don't mean to insult this audience cuz I, I that's not what it's about. But like Kennedy doesn't have to be this perfect. And yet she is. D- does that make sense what I'm trying to say? I don't sure. know if I'm communicating well, it properly.
0: I think overall like what she gives to this performance it's like this is almost like the it's such a quintessential example of like nobody told her to do that. You didn't yeah. have to do all that. You didn't have to leave them just so. <laughs> <laughs> decimated you didn't have to do so much uh and the fact that you did um because i mean the thing is this performance it's like a seven and a half minute performance and I think to watch it twice is helpful, and I'm not going to give away. You know, we'll get in- into the rest. But I think knowing what's to come in this performance, yes. to then go back and see that it sits with Kennedy, goddamn Davenport, sitting in a chair telling a story about how the music used to be. Once you mm. know where this lip sync <laughs> ends up going, and and the state that she's left in by the end, it's like oh, I, I, I didn't need her to jump off of nothing. <laughs> but she did. Oh, no. But she does. And she, she does. And she does. <laughs> and then she jumps back on the stage. <laughs> so, But she did it anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like nobody told her to do that. She didn't have to do it. And she did anyway because she is at the top of her game. This is just her brand of drag. And I have so much reverence. I just think it is... I it's like that time that I walked into hardware on Musical Mondays randomly. And I came late. I came towards the end of the show during like right before their drag roulette. Um, and I saw Holly Box Springs on a Monday to a room of maybe 16 people, Mary, do a smash medley lip sync. You know that show Smash?
0: Uh, yeah, and yeah, let me be your star.
1: She had at least four reveals, and then there was a fan at the end, like a fan reveal. It was so good. And it's like, you don't need to do that, and yet you do it because you are an artist, because you are a fabulous performer. And the beginning of Kennedy setting up this epic ballad performance in the middle of a club, right? I just think that this whole first part before she starts singing is what separates her from the rest.
0: Oh, the, the, the introduction, the spoken word stuff is really like for as much as she does later, this is just as impactful in its own way because of the little beat she gets. And, And I think it's worth noting just in general that, she remains seated for two minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> so like she takes her time and like, and and you're not waiting. It's not like you're waiting for the good part. The good part is at the be- it's is from the beginning to the end, but just the idea of like sitting and parking and barking and, you know, whatever, you know, just sitting there, you could sit there for two and a half minutes Ugh. and then get up. <laughs>
1: yes. And that's what she does. That's what she does. That's what she did. She stands when Gladys starts to sing. And she's still with the tissue. Mary, that is diva shit.
0: Oh, I, I, I couldn't take because I had kind of watched some clips before I watched the whole thing. So I knew the tissue would get tossed. And so there was that thing of like now I'm watching the tissue. Now I'm seeing Kennedy decide when to throw the tissue because it's because she gets up and I love that like she even incorporates bringing the chair to the back and like does it at a perfect time. I think she yes. said something. as she brings the chair to the back. She goes, no, I'm not going to do nothing stupid or something like that. <laughs> it's this like, she brings it down for a bit and she's being conversational and it's the perfect time to bring the performance down and bring the chair back, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. She has to do her own set change.
0: Yeah. Because it's after that, she comes back to the front, does another little blot and then tosses it, just tosses uh. it. And that I was like, oh, where is that tissue? Um.
1: <laughs> you know, speaking of the release of the tissue, I also think that is, that's something that I notice in Kennedy's performance is that so much of her mugging and so much of her kind of embodying the performance is that she is the release of the words in her body. She releases the words in and with her body.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, thank God she's got that cape because I think she's also releasing a lot of it with the cape. I think she. Mm. I mean, it's we you know we're talking about Sasha Colby using her hair as a prop, and while certainly Kennedy does eventually certainly use her hair as a prop. This oh. using the dress as a prop, like there's because I think for example, like towards the beginning when she talks about the crinoline skirt and like waving the edge of her dress, I think some mm. of that is also like. I don't know. It, it makes that memory feel like it's Kennedy's that she's reliving. You know what I mean? So, like, yes. the physicality of it, you know, uh, yeah, it's more than her face. Um, she eventually, I mean, she brings the performance. Not only she brings it downstage. I love and there's a cut in the video, but she's suddenly sitting at the edge of the stage, and the camera person <laughs> is at the perfect <laughs> spot. Like, we have the best seat in the goddamn house for Kennedy uh-huh. right now. And she's sitting on the edge of the stage. It's, I mean, you think that you're, like, it, it, there's something about it, like, it's like, it it has an MTV movie awards or music awards Mm. kind of feeling, you know what I'm talking about? Like, Uh the audience all around her in that pit, and, like, it's just, ugh.
1: Ugh. She, I'm trying to, like, place where we are in this lip sync, So when does she go back to do the horn playing?
0: Okay, so she gets up after that and she goes back. And here, I can actually play a little audio on my side just to... So she go- yeah she goes to the back of the stage, and this is where she is, like back at the center where the chair was, and mm-hmm. she is uh as she's singing, blowing her horn for you, and she is doing air in air horn. And that and that has been one of the greatest offenses on drag race. You know, the vixen really abused that at one point. Um and I can't believe it, but Kennedy goddamn Davenport, I get what well, she has to do the horn. How could she get this? lyric out if she doesn't do the horn if she doesn't blow her horn for you literally oh god she
1: she also she also knows how to do the like I don't know how, what else to call it but like the gospel kick
0: uh-huh well yeah you know what I'm talking about <laughs> well there's I feel like there's the the other maybe gospel move that I've noticed is kind of the fluttery arms the kind of it's uh-huh. like you tilt to one side and you do these like you flutter your elbows <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. She does that after the the horns, uh, but she adds in fluttery knees. Do you know mm-hmm. this part? Oh, God. She oh, hunches yeah. over and like flutters her knees and her arms. She's waving everything after she tickles the horn. That's what I also like about, yeah, she does the air instrument, but she's not like trying to play it. She's still lip syncing, but she's just tickling the horn. It's not like she is she's trying to. Yeah, she's not pressing she's not any of those buttons yes, down. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yes. So and and she does the big wings, and then there's like a sort of like a beat break, and then there's this you know, and I'll let it in the music here of where it is, but then there's this choreography of her dribbling a basketball essentially on the beat. <laughs> yeah, what is that? It's like a little she's she's hunched I over see a little it. bit. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, and yes. it's just a little like. <laughs> She dribbles the beat and then smooths it over. And it's <laughs> it's great. So after that, the video cuts and – or maybe Aya just cut it somewhere. But she is – the dollars are everywhere on stage. And she is – she throws a handful of dollars. She I feel like this is – I think this is the moment where she's going to buggy forward, where she talks about how she's driving on the highway. Oh, my God. Oh, the driving down the expressway part, Mary. Yeah. Oh and and so she starts at the back of the stage where the chair was is she going to buggy i'm wa- i'm she watching her the, now she
1: does the gospel kick she mm-hmm. does the arms yes and then she's about she's about there she's bugging she's bugging
0: yeah she buggies, yeah. she gets to the end of the stage she's heard the song on the radio we will play the music you'll know where she goes back to the stage oh my god oh my god she goes back she's back to us throws her head back flips up her hair her wig is gone hair uh, reveal uh, shakes out the wig underneath shakes the shit out of it and then she gets down on one knee puts one palm out and tips are placed in her hands while she watches that
1: is the shit
0: yeah (laughs) it's just beautiful she is just surrounded by people who want to give her money and i'm not even convinced that that's a wig Mary. i think that's hair. i think you're right i think it's just her hair kind of you know pulled up and After that is when she stands up, hands full of dollars, and she has that. And I'll put in where the music is here. But she has that kind of like robotic, like uh, like a, like a robot in the rain moment remote, uh-huh, where she stands uh-huh. like. <laughs> uh,
3: that I I
0: I will always love. <laughs>
1: One of my favorite moments, and this also just shows the expert level of Kennedy, goddamn Davenport, is when she's she kind of bends down and she is collecting tips and lip syncing, sweating, I'm sure, but then winks at somebody in the yeah,
0: audience. Yeah, yeah, and, and like there, there's some yeah, there are there's definitely like little moments where she somehow is still acknowledging people in the audience, and it's Kennedy, not Gladys. It's really. Mm-hmm. Um, She goes back up to, you know, upstage and she is dancing with, I mean, dollars are everywhere at her bare feet. She is definitely not wearing shoes here. And I (laughs) shaking the hair out.
1: This is an example of an expert wig reveal. I didn't even see this coming. She didn't even need to do it. And
0: it, it didn't feel like a wig reveal just for the sake of a wig reveal. Uh, and the hair underneath, she was actually able to like really use as a prop. The, really, the way Sasha did, it's very similar. But I think one of my other favorite moments is when she's back there, she's shaking the shaking the hair uh, off, practically off her head, she's screaming. And <laughs> she's and she starts doing the barefoot spins in the in the pooling oh dollars God. at her feet.
1: I'm watching it right now. And she falls to her knees.
0: Yeah. She,
1: she crawls like Ursula on the sailboat.
0: Okay, this moment is also one of my favorites. And this is a, a weird deep cut. And maybe I'll send you a clip, but that moment where she's crawling and everyone is just like around her, like almost over her at this point, because she's just like down on the floor. There is a scene. Uh, this is gonna sound weird, but there's a scene from this movie in the, from the 60s called Lady in a Cage. Do you know this movie? Have I talked about this video? Nope. No? no? Anyway, it's this great movie with Olivia de Havilland where she spends most of the movie trapped in a private home elevator while these people break in. Blah, blah, blah. At the very end, she's, and she's very injured. She's outside for people who've seen it. This is for the, for the seven Marys who might know what I'm talking about. There's a scene of Olivia de Havilland dragging herself up her front walk while all these people are just like standing over her like staring at her in horror and she's just like crawling like yelling at them like ah, ah, with her like doing these the, the hands that we've seen like Sasha doing like you those uh-huh. accusatory hands and it's yes. the it's the exact same vibe as Kennedy here where it's like It's like, it's as if she is crawling through glass on the stage, but it's dollar Mm. bills.
1: (laughs) It's dollar bills. Yeah. There, she is the fact that she keeps going, that there is still more energy in her to do this, the crawling. um, Because I think what is, what we call this, the epilogue. She leaves the stage. Oh,
0: God. But then. Hurls her body as if she threw herself out the window of a burning building Hurls herself (laughs) onto the stage And then gets herself into crisscross applesauce pose Sitting on the floor And it's like I'm done folks I gotta go I gotta go
3: And and it's just
0: Kennedy with her must-up hair, with her bare feet, sitting on the floor, tips everywhere. (laughs) Everyone is overwhelmed people can't Uh, cheer for her hard enough in this it is anybody
1: knew how to like what no my head would have exploded mary
0: but this is such a great (laughs) audience they are just i mean when she put her hand out and the tips just kept coming people
1: couldn't tip her
0: fast enough i saw rent checks i saw mortgages i saw dowries she was paid that night it was so good
1: this I, i i i can't get over
0: i gotta go I gotta I go. go. <laughs> Sitting there rocking, you know, with her crossed legs. It, I, and then I, she I leaves. Love it.
1: And then she fucking leaves. It is so brilliant. It is so wonderfully executed. This is the way to end a drag show.
0: Do you know what I mean? This could be the final number of the night. Absolutely. I would not want to follow this. I'll tell you no. that.
1: No, this is what you want to leave remembering, that you got to be there for this. Yeah. Because, you know, I saw a couple of other performances of of Kennedy, and I don't know, there's something about this thrust stage, the angle, the energy on, on this night, I don't know. But this is the performance. I It's not on YouTube. Shout out to Captain Wonder for putting it all back on, on their Instagram, but... I I I just wanted to live forever. I this is something to be studied. This is like I this is just the example. This is the example. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean I think it really kind of sums up like there's so many things about that we love about a drag performance that are in this number. There's so much just like about like, you know, drag at its best that isn't I mean, there is a, t- a room and a time and a place for all the stunts and all of the the choreography, but like It's, this is just like, I don't know, it's a different speed. It's a different energy. And yet it also still feels just as like exciting and just as cathartic.
1: And, you know, Kennedy landing on this catharsis at the end is, it's the bigger version of when she goes down on the floor to collect the tips. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. there are ups and downs. There's an entire journey with this ballad similar to, Sasha Colby's, similar to Girondeau, there are, it, it just, it goes to a different place from where it started, and I think that's what you want with a ballad. You have to bring us somewhere, and you don't have the splits and all the dance moves and the high energy and the drums to bring you there. You have to bring us there with your face, with smaller movements, with knowing the breaths, of the singer and Kennedy just managed to not only find the perfect ballad but to execute it perfectly
0: I feel like I want to edit together uh somewhere maybe on Instagram like the picture of Kennedy sitting in the chair at the beginning and the picture of Kennedy sitting on the stage at the end and it's like how it started how it's going Uh like I just feel like but I feel like that really like the idea of like can a ballad take you somewhere? It's like, look how it started. Look how it ended. <laughs> look at the carnage that she left in her wake. And granted, you could say that like this last number is like a, a, you know, a ballad on speed. It's certainly like an incredibly active one, but like it, I think it's a good example of like, well, there's Crying by Roy Orbison in any language. And then there's End of the Road Medley by, by Gladys Knight. You know, like yeah. there's also a lot of, like a ballad is not just one thing, you know? Yeah,
1: there's different. You have to look for them. That's the that's the thing, Mary. You have to look for them. I'm just so happy that this exists. Uh, I think that Kennedy, God is one of the unsung Queens. I think she's sung for sure. I think people recognize that she is massive talent.
0: She was top two in all stars. She got to the top four Seriously. of her season. Like she's yes. one snatch game. Like she's, it's not just one talent. Like she's good at a lot of stuff. You know, it's interesting talking about Kennedy because we've seen her do green light on mm. all stars three and granted a very different performance. Well, there is a wake reveal and you know, there's, there's some similar notes. Um, If that was all you'd ever seen of Kennedy Davenport doing a ballad, you might not know (laughs) what else there was, you know?
1: She is so good at what she does. And she's an amazing dancer, right? Like, that's the other thing about Sasha Colby and about Kennedy Davenport is that they are amazing dancers. And yet they can do these ballads.
0: That's why we call her Kennedy goddamn Davenport. That's what the goddamn's for.
1: Oh God, I love these queens. I just love them. Uh Mary, what do you say we uh wrap up our case for ballads?
0: I am a fan of that. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go throw my fake hair around and, you know, swing my legs in the air and you know. <laughs> uh, uh do whatever it is I do. I'm
1: gonna go heave my chest and breathe heavily. Uh and yeah. put my hand over my mouth. I'm gonna,
0: <laughs> yes, I'm gonna lip sync the beats in the shower. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna stamp around this apartment. I stamp just wait. and
0: stomp. Yeah, let those neighbors know who to tip.
1: Marys, if you have any thoughts on ballads, on other ballads, you know that you've seen that you love. Uh, Let us know. You can reach out to us on Instagram at Pod. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also.
0: And you can hear more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. And you can find me on Instagram at CollinDrucker underscore. Uh, you can also get even more of both of us on Patreon, including our coverage currently of Drag Race España, but previous discussions on Season 3, Season 8, Project Runway, Next Top Model. Um, have we talked about Project Runway? Not yet, but we probably will. And so much more at patreon.com slash allrightmary.
1: We have talked about Project Runway. Uh, we did uh, We did the rain run
0: oh my god of course yeah well who knows we might do another one i feel like you know i'm I'm itching in the kitchen to do that season eight episode i know oh god
1: well marys thanks again for listening and we will see you next time
0: tot